0: Hello listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of Showerhead. The last episode was a bit heavy, so I wanted to switch things up with something um, not psychology-related and not too heavy, but still a personal interest of mine that is dear, dear, dear to my heart. So today we will be talking about the car industry. More specifically, I am going to talk about the surprises and the flops of the car industry of 2021 so far. I don't think many of my listeners like cars as much as I do, so if you're listening to this episode, I thank you very much because you are about to hear me goofing off and being Nerdy about my favorite interest. Maybe not my favorite, but like, okay. You would find this episode a bit boring if you're not interested in cars, and that's totally okay. You don't have to stick for the whole episode. You can click away as you wish. Some of you listening right now would know me very well, so you know that I am super, super interested in cars, and I basically follow car and driver. Like the fucking, um, what's it called? The the fucking shrine or something. So, um, I would like to discuss about this very exciting topic. Here we go. So what I would do when I'm introducing these cars is that I would put them on a scale of one to five on the surprise-o-meter or the flaw-o-meter. I am doing hard air quotations right now. These cars will be introduced in no order whatsoever. Without further ado, let's start this fucking show. My shitty Australian slash British accent. Okay, so the first car on the surprise list is uh, the Lotus Emira. So this car, this car, this fucking car, it is replacing the whole lotus lineup of cars and apparently it is the last gasoline fueled uh, lotus car so that's really special if you will you can go search up um, the car's image right now and this goes for any other cars that i introduce from now on Um, the car name will be provided in the link in the description in the description sorry i am overhyped and you may pause me to find a suitable image um, of the car just before we proceed so that we can visualize the process got the image cool let's go on the first thing you see about the lotus Mira is its imposing design you can see that it has a true supercars design But what if I told you it was a compact sports car? That its racing curves and the just perfect body lines were marketed towards youngsters who wanted to have more fun in a car. So here's the cool thing about this car. This car is so cool because of its exterior and because of its interior and its mechanical components. So the engine is mounted in the middle of the car, as of a lot of these um, compact sports cars. And the very cool thing is that you can either select a 2.0 turbocharged engine borrowed from the one and only Mercedes AMG or a Toyota 3.5 liter supercharged um, engine. These two engines are just so cool, and I am blown away by Lotus's resourcefulness. I'm sorry, I had a lot of takes, and I am tired. But the cool things about this car doesn't end here. It has a manual gearbox. Yay, save the manuals. And it doesn't apply drive-by-wire. So when you're turning the steering wheel, you are actually um, pumping pistons and making the wheel move with your muscles, um, as opposed to using a computer um, to help you with that. I, and I love this because it takes us back to the originality of driving. All things considered, this car earned a BAM five, in the surprise o-meter, great start. And on the other hand, we have a fucking flop of a car which is basically shouldn't be in the market right now, which is the ultimate flop of a car, the Tesla Model Y. All of you might be familiar with the brand Tesla, it's electric cars, but why do I hate the Model Y so much? The Model Y is so shitty because of two things, its design and its production timeline. Its design is just a visual abomination. You should take a look. So I'm giving you the chance to search it up. Got it? Okay, um, it's the proportions are just weird and um, warped and not as beautiful as the Model 3 or the Model S. It's just too fat, too thick, and it's not the good kind of data. Another reason why I hate this car so much is its production timeline. As we know, Elon Musk has been delaying Tesla's production timeline again and again. Previously, the car was set to release in 2018, or at worse, Late 2019, but we are not even getting this car in like towards late 2021. So this is fucking not okay about Tesla, and this car just incites rage in me. So I give it a three in the flopple meter. The next car on the surprise meter hits a bit closer to home for me. It is the Corolla Cross. Toyota Corolla Cross I'll give you the chance to look up it look it up sorry got it okay so this car was introduced about late 2020 in Taiwan and we have seen this car blow up in our domestic Taiwanese market this car is so fucking popular it is the number one seller of 2020 and 21 so far and it is actually a surprise for me because it is like a crossover suv that is about the size of a mid to small size sedan and i am quite surprised surprised about this car because i never anticipated um the market would need this kind of car so much and it is just surprising that the taiwanese market would like certain cars would prefer certain cars um over other cars It, it is really interesting to see this public interest develop over over time my family actually owned a toyota corolla um before it was a long long time before and it was the car was in its 80s, but it was the car was great and it ran really smooth. Ran really, really smooth. I am sorry, and I think um, Toyota is just such a um, a brand with such a great reputation amongst Taiwanese buyers, and I love to see that to Toyota is being congratulated on that part. And with that said, I am giving this car a 3 in the surprise-o-meter. It is quite surprising, but kind of anticipated by the general public. Moving on to the flop o we have the BMW, iX3, i4, and iX. Three cars. You can search them up now. As a matter of fact, this flop considers a the whole BMW um, family, as and as a whole. Why do I say this? Design, 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 design. BMW has been not uh, has not been designing great vehicles lately. Would you just look at the visual abomination of the iX? The iX is. A perfect car, basically, literally a blank cam- canvas for BMW to start over and design a beautifully crafted um, mid-size, mid-to-full-size SUV, which is also an EV. But they fucked it up. What is that kind of design? Like, there are just so many lines and so many large grills, so many black. Insert pieces. Uh, it's just too Visually imposing and I don't like it. It's very. Co- it's a very confusing um, Design and it's frankly it doesn't work for us um, Younger buyers. I'm not sure if it works for like the older generation such as my dad But I just don't like it at all the ix3 and the i4 suffers from the same situation as well design but this is the opposite they don't really have any design they can't you can't really tell a normal 4 series or a normal x3 from an i4 or an ix3 they just don't stand out in the crowd um an electric car in nowadays is pretty is still pretty special and I would say that if BMW took the extra step and then designed the car to stand out in the crowd more, just some different paint jobs or um, some weird curves and all that would make the car different and more attractive to me. So for me, I give the BMW brand and a fucking... Uh, and that the three fucking visual abominations of cars, uh, this is a hard decision, A uh, four in the fucking floppometer, meter because a four means bad, okay? Um, um, five means bad, one means relatively okay. So, yeah. This just goes to show how BMW has been kind of not really trying as hard with their designs, and I am frankly disappointed in them moving on to the other side of the spectrum we have the surprise um it is the chevrolet corvette the new chevrolet corvette that was released in 2020 so this car is such a beautiful car in my opinion search it up go search it up and now how you have searched it up you would see that it is a cool car it is a very very cool car and quite affordable as well um for for i guess um grandpas in their midlife crisis uh it is priced at a very slightly reasonable um, sixty thousand dollars which is not too bad concerning um past corvettes have um, went uh, for easy 70000 or even um, greater. But what matters the most for the Chevrolet Corvette is um, its performance. The performance of this car, I had to search this up for a bit because I am not really too familiar with American cars, especially Chevrolet because I hate Chevrolet. Go Dodge. So this Corvette has a small block 6.2 liter uh, V8, which puts out a healthy number of 495 horsepower and 470 pound feet of torque. That is a really, really healthy number, especially if it's a base engine that you can buy with as little as um, 60,000. Uh, yeah, 60,000. Yeah, American money yeah, woo. The acceleration of this car is just crazy. It goes from 0 to 60 miles per hour in just 2.9 seconds, and I guarantee that that would put a great big smile on every grandpa's face while they drive it. Overall, this Corvette is just another upgrade of the previous generation. It's just... It lets the Corvette legacy live on, and it's just a, such a cool car. And I would have to give it, sorry, a 2 on the Surpriser meter because it is pretty anticipated. It's The surprise factor isn't there. We kind of already anticipate the next generation Corvette would be epic. Just like the Mustang. Because it's such a traditional car that people tend not to want to fuck it up. So yeah. Moving on, we have the flop car. Which is the Volkswagen Golf. The new Golf. This car would spark outrage. Because people generally like this car. But I don't like it. I don't fucking like it at all. The main problem with this car is its design. I would give you the chance to look it up now. Got it? Yeah. It certainly is not the best looking design, but it is ruined by the headlights and the taillights. It's just fucking weird and it doesn't really scream golf to me. The Volkswagen Golf has been on our earth since what, 1974? And nothing in the new, brand new design of the Golf screams the traditional golf ethos um, to me. And I don't think it is a well-designed car and it doesn't really contribute anything to the car world because it's Okay, driving is as always great for the GTI but it's just a rather bland car and not as quirky as it used to be. So for that I am giving it a 4 in the flop-o-me- f- flop-o-meter. Flop-o-meter. Yep, that is a great execution. The next car on our surprise-o-meter list is the Porsche Taycan. Taken, 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 taken. Yeah. Um. So, the Porsche taken. This car is very surprising to me because of its price. It is priced starting at around NTD 1, which is around. Um, Three million if you talk English when you import cars into Taiwan, it's hella expensive You would experience about a 50% markup from the original price So when we get a Taycan an EV that Has almost zero markup from the original Germany market I was hella surprised to give you some context the Porsche Taycan is um marketed to be around the same level of a tesla but with porsche touches so better interior design better brand image better quality and slightly faster than the tesla it's basically the rich person's tesla but to see that the porsche tycan has the same starting price as the tesla model s it is crazy because as you all know Porsches are fucking expensive and there is no way that a Tesla would be at the same price of a taken. I don't know what has gone wrong in a Porsche dealership's mind, but this car is definitely a steal for all of the Taiwanese people out there. This car is... At such a good value and it would increase in price after two or three years and because of this I would like to give it a four on my surprise o because it is such a well-executed car but at such uh, at rather a low ra- rather a low price well this is the end of my flop and Surpriseometer list of new cars in 2021. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned a teeny bit about cars. Even though I used quite um, specialized um, language amongst the episode, so you probably didn't really understand much. But nevertheless, I hope you enjoyed my stuttering. My um, fucking mixed up mind and my very many grammar mistakes as I'm pretty sure you would love to point out um, these cars are quite cool and quite shitty and I love the car industry because of these cars because the car industry introduces me to some surprises and some flops I am tired, so I would end the episode right now. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe on uh, Showerhead on Spotify, please. I need more subscribers. Maybe not. I don't care. And as anticipated, the blooper slash gag reel coming up right now. Um, So the engine that